Welcome back to part two of Dangerous Dogs. Check us out again at humanemain.com. That's humanemain.com. Also check out Don't Fuck Up the Crime Scene with our guest today, Kevin Hurst. I have a question regarding the um, the bite impressions and stuff because it was my understanding that it was no longer accepted within the courts for bite impressions because there's been so much um, controversy. Contra- yeah. Do this. Get Jim on. Have you spoken to Jim yet? I, you know, while we were while we were chatting, I sent him. A, I've I've spoken to him a few times, and I, I just sent him a message while we were chatting to see yeah, if he's interested in coming on. Yeah, yeah. Get Jim on, and Jim can break you down with the um, local laws like that. They fly Jim all around. He comes up and he assisted on, on one of my one, one or two of my cases, and I drop his name down uh, a lot. You know, the the biggest thing, Ash, is like um, hopefully we still practice in common times, and things change. You know, I mean, you know. Things change all the time, mm-hmm. but um, Jim will probably know uh, everything. But the one thing I wanted to touch on is the types of incidents for dangerous animals. Um, was it provoked or unprovoked, right? And it was it intentional or was it an accident? I think sometimes um, when we go out there and we might um, uh, 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 feel for the person, feel for the dog, and th- this is another thing: the officer going out, he she doesn't make a difference. You got to watch, you know, your empathy and sympathy and you need to, you know, uh, you need to focus on the case. You know what I mean? Because um, what what if it's a, a Rottweiler that bit and you have a Rottweiler? You know what I mean? And, I do uh, have a, I have 82% Rottweiler and 6% Chihuahua. <laughs> oh, here you go. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, I look, I had a Rottweiler, Remington Steel, named that the TV show. Um, Remy was, I, I love that dog. I, I, I love that dog. My family grew up with my kids like that. Um, I had to go out and pick up, a, you know, a dog for a bike case and everything. I don't picture me picking up Remy. You know what I mean? Um, I go out there and see what happened. I see, um, was it provoked? Was it on or off the property? Was the animal tortured or teased? What happened? I see if it's unprovoked. Was the owner on the property common ground? Was it uh, extended family? Was it a friend, neighbor? And then um, intentional, was the animal used as a guard dog, a protection dog, or a weapon? Feel me? And then um, was it accidental? And don't get me wrong. A lot of times, if not all times, when a dog might feel everything's provoked. So sometimes we say unprovoked versus provoked. But in the dog language, the dogs might see everything as provoked. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So um, if we just go by a stand in this accident, did the dog escape? Was it in the house? Was it in the yard? Was it at, um, I mean, the best place to see a good dog fight is going to be at a dog park. All right. Um, because people don't know how to leash their animals and then they do the stupid thing. I'm sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. They put their hand in between the dogs and try to mm-hmm. separate them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the smartest thing you can do right then, right? Um, and then they blame the other dog for biting them. I'm like, here we go. All right. <laughs> so when I get out there, I try to listen, separate, listen, and give everybody a statement for them. And then I try to, I'm um, like, okay, this is what really happened. But it's difficult when, and don't get me wrong. A multiple biter can be a dangerous animal, and it could be a chihuahua because it bit every goddamn body in the family. <laughs> don't you, re- Bishop? Don't you have a case with a chihuahua that's dangerous? Uh, yes. 
I declared a Chihuahua dangerous. I also, ours is dangerous animal. It's not dangerous dog. So I've actually also declared um, a two cats dangerous. Dude, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> because that just came up in a class because 99.9, it's going to be a dog. But you yep. got the 1% where it's a cat. And because I asked that question, because when I, when I did my two-day course up in Michigan, I said, anybody had anything other than a dangerous um, dog? And somebody said, I think it was a serval or something like that. Mm, I can, one I, of those I can, cats, yeah. You know, I, I can understand that. That's what, that, you know, that might go on steroids. But, um, you know, the big thing is like, okay, where is it? And then um, most times, ha, have you ever had a good mauling, good mauling with an animal, um, the dog usually, was um, teased and tortured? And oh, yeah. Just, Provoked, yeah, 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 you know, and and um, you know, the people are like, no, nah, you need to kill that dog, you need to kill that dog, and everything. I say, hold up now, let me mm -hmm. get straight. I I tell you a quick story. So we had um, Dumb and Dumber that was coming from um school, right? One was maybe about fourteen, other one was twelve, right? Two boys, brothers, and this dog, uh, I don't I don't know what the dog's name was, but it was a Rottweiler. He was swole, push ups for a living. Uh, like he was on creatine, okay? He was, he was a big dog. And he probably was about 120 pounds. I mean, diesel. And he was on an unbreakable chain that went about 15 feet, okay? Now, I'm sorry. The, the, the chain went exactly 20 feet, but he was trained to stop at 15. So <laughs> now, now, A, he was in violation of um, um, tethering, Okay. It was chained up the front yard. Um, it was uh, the dog couldn't get loose. Okay, and these two kids, uh, the older brother came. Everybody know what the wiffle ball bat is? Of course, yeah, wiffle ball. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay, so you know he came over there and so I smacking the dog, and the dog was trained not to go past fifteen feet. I mean he was just smacking the hell out the dog, and the dog was like, you know, the dog was bucking, right? And then um, they're within the twenty feet. Understand Ugh. that, okay? So how many times did this dog take hits before it crossed? to 16 feet sure 17 hits wow right now reason why we know that because the old lady at the end of the block you know because you always got one old lady looking at everything right she told me later on and um the dog crossed over he went actually like 17 feet and um and you know the, the older brother ran because you know fight or flight mm. but the other brother what froze he and got dog, tore up oh that mother looked like a jack-o'-lantern okay that mother looked like something like Tim Burton's um, um, Halloween. I, mean, I, I, I know we're not supposed to laugh like that. His ass got lit up. Okay. Mm. So I get over there and everything, and they take the boy to the hospital or anything. And um, I said, well, and I interviewed a few people, talked to everything, knocking talks. And they was like, um, Yo, those boys teased that dog. Oh, for real? Oh, okay. So it went from a danger. I can't, I can't. Well, first of all, exclusionary rules. All right. Let me hold on. Let me make, make, make sure I get it right. You can't, the dog shouldn't be being dangerous if it, what, protects itself? Yep. Protects, protects its young, protects its property. Owner, protects the and owner. Pro, and, and protects its owner, mm. okay? Those are the exclusionary rules where it shouldn't be deemed dangerous or vicious if the animal is protecting itself, protecting its young, protecting its owner, protecting its property. And this dog, was, and this dog right here was protecting itself. So, um, you know, I didn't deem the dog. I said, hey, I'm not writing you dangerous animal ticket on that. Now I'm going to have to write you a responsible owner in um, uh, um, restraining uh, because you know in violation. I said, well, and the parents had a you know they had a problem with me. Was I was I crazy? You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. <clears throat> Not at all. And that's the thing is most most 
of our dangerous dog laws, though there's not like full consistency. They're pretty consistent when, when it has like, when it has the affirmative defenses, right? And so the affirmative defenses is what you just covered. And I think that's really important for people to know. You still got to investigate, right? You can't just be like, oh, okay, cool. Right? And the dog still has to go on a quarantine because there's the potential of the rabies. But as far as the criminal aspect of it, that goes away if there's a good affirmative defense. You know, the thing I think a lot of people should understand when they go out there, it's like, treat it like a real case. It's a bike case plus. You don't know if it's going to go dangerous animal yet. Bike case plus. Mm. So you go out there, get your case number, file your um, activity number, whichever one that is, get your date, get your pedigree for the animal and the person and the owner, get the whole pedigree, get the owner's suspect's information, get a photograph of an animal, jump bar scale of the victim's injuries, hopefully before they get doctor up, or if not, uh, medical report, HIPAA rules, yada, yada. Um, inoculation history, um, definition of the ordinance, what the ordinance says, um, registration of the animal if they're found guilty, confinement up, you know, if they're found guilty, and inspections. You know, my thing is like, um, do I deem every animal, past tense, did I deem every animal, um, that's, you know, a vicious bite? Nah, it depends on circumstances, you know? And um, rules changes. I've seen a dog jump over. Okay, let, let's go here. Everybody is on team, it's like um, Twilight, team Edward or um, team um, Jacob, all right? Either, and the, the big thing is in, inside the world is, do you like pit bulls or you don't like pit bulls? Mm. You feel me? And mm. we, we talking. Mm -hmm. And when, when it comes down to a few things, it's like, for, for us, to me, it doesn't make a difference if it's a pit bull. I don't care. I want whoever did this. That's it. I don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes the bias is like, oh, you're just doing that because it's a pit bull. Well, okay, I don't care what it, I don't care what it is. All right. Mm -hmm. And um, once I get the dog and everything, I'm like, okay, I treat them all the same. And the thing is, I'm so numb to it now. Actually, all I see is numbers. I see activity numbers. I see case numbers. I don't even see the dog half the time. I mean, after I break down, you know, what color it is like that and what type of breed I think it is, I don't even see them no more. And I mean, it's out of sight of the mind because, you know, many times people are like, oh, you don't like this type of dog. No. It's three dogs I don't fuck with. I don't like. And I'll tell you those, okay? Uh, hold up. Let me guess. Chow Chow? Uh, ding. Uh, hold up. So we got Chow Chow. Um, mm. Come on now. American Eskimo. No. <laughs> no, no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Somebody's biased. Somebody's biased. So Chow Chow doesn't show any freaking – it doesn't show anybody. They're, hor they're horrible with their body language, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. In my opinion – Personally, Huskies are also horrible with body language, but I don't think that's one of yours. No. Um, let me think. Let me You're think. close, though. You're close. The Malamute? Hell no, bro. Oh, because those are big, friendly, fluffy <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, no, Akita. Akita. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Akita. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and, my, and my, one of my favorites that I, I make sure all my students say it right is damnations and not Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I, I get some hate. From Dalmatian breeders, they'd be like, yo, man, why you don't got to breed? Because y'all be lying. Y'all be posting that 101 bullshit. Okay? Because mm -hmm. they fucked up the breed. It, mm -hmm. Completely. And the thing is, like, now, don't get me wrong. Corella, I hope y'all saw that movie. That movie's bro. fire. That, and, and A, the dogs are used as they're supposed to be yours. Those are yeah. guard dogs, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was like, yeah, those are, those are damnations. Look at them, right? That was getting I down, son, you know? I thought that movie was really well done, by the way, just as we're talking. Because we're talking. Um, 
uh, uh, girl Emma Stone, she was a beast. Oh, Emma yeah. Thompson was a monster. Oh yeah, she was straight. Mo- okay, I don't. Sorry, sorry, because I can go on movies all day. That's not oh, you a movie guy, guy too? Yeah, <laughs> son, son, son. I got terabytes, son. Yeah, I don't understand. So but, back, um, back yeah. to the, but real quick, back to like the whole concept of dangerous dogs and demon them dangerous, etc. You know, some places, and I've worked at a few places. We have potentially dangerous dog laws, and then you have dangerous dog laws. So it, it's kind of that buffer to really. It, acknowledge okay this dog if it's not if we don't do something now it's going to turn into that dangerous dog which i think is really important and really good to have so if people are looking to to change their ordinances or whatever uh, reach out there's plenty of examples of potentially dangerous you know what kind of behavior that is and and how to correct it so once a dog's deemed potentially dangerous you know there there might be requirements from the court that it can't be outside without a muzzle or it has to be on a leash no greater than six feet or it has to be in an enclosure in the yard that has a double gate or something like that so you know it, it can't just be like a normal dog where that where we're allowing it to be involved in the community without any regulations or it's going to kill somebody or hurt somebody severely right yeah i mean i mean it's like this okay when i explain uh past tense when i explain a dangerous animal um, law i'll say all right listen if you're found guilty and, for, and no disrespect, I was cocky. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I'm like, what? listen, no one ever sees you as cocky. <laughs> no, nah, 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 nah. come on, come on, come on, son. Not me, not me. But I was, little, I was, I was like, listen, you going against me, Lord Hover, Jay Over. Not me. But I'm like, hey, um, if you're found guilty, this is what you're gonna require. Okay. So I'll tell them race up. I want a ten by ten at minimum, uh, two feet in the ground and or affixed mm-hmm. to it concrete. I want nine gauge all the way around and on top. I need nine gauge is the size of the wire for the chain link, just so people know. Sorry about that. No, and you're then, good. Um, all the way around, I have signs on the dog, whatever, whatever, padlock, whatever, whatever. I went from a six foot to a three foot um, leash because I don't understand giving somebody six, six feet. Fuck out of mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said a basket muzzle over a nylon muzzle because it gives the animal uh, um, breathing room and drinking room. Um, there will never be, you, we will never play catch with your dog ever again outside. I don't care if your dog's inside. Um, uh, unannounced visits, I can pop up any time. Uh, you have to spay or neuter your animal, microchip your animal, have insurance bond on your animal, not your mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. And then you have to pay your um, registration fee, 250 550 whatever it is, every year. I'm treating your animal like the criminal that it is. And I, I'm sorry that it was deemed dangerous, but the court said so. We went to court and you lost, okay? And if by, 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 by whatever rules, you have 30 days to comply with this or you don't. I don't give reprieves. I'm just like, you're a bad person. No, you had all the time before court, you had all the time during court, and you got 30 days after court. So you probably have two months to get mm-hmm. everything done, okay? And or remove it from my, from my county. You feel me? Absolutely. And then, you know, go ahead. When you say remove it from your county, so in ours, it, our ordinance specifically says that the owner is responsible for notifying the other jurisdiction. I don't go with that BS. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, call mm-hmm. the other jurisdiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that a requirement for you? Yes. So uh, usually the sheriff is um, the elected official we try to uh, holler at and the police department or county we go into. All right. I said, man, they might like, well, we don't really care. I don't care either. I will um, email everybody the folder and say, good luck is coming to you. Yes, you got to, man. There's a, just some moralness about that. 
you know, and say it's coming to you, blah, 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 blah. If the animal dies in your possession, you can't, you can't bury it, you can't cremate it. We have to go over and scan it with a microchip and make sure it's the same animal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you have nefarious people. And that, okay, so you have a website out there, and people dog the website out because they feel a certain type of way. Now, Dan, do you want to talk about the website? Yeah, so uh, doing some research and trying to get numbers really quick, I'm going to set this up. So I did just a brief Google search really quick. I was like, how many fatalities a year by dog bites? Now, according to the CDC and the Humane Society of the United States, they say about 4.7 million dogs bite every year. These bites result in approximately 16 fatalities. But if you dig a little deeper, uh, you'll find this website called dogsbite.org, dogsbite.org. And if you run their numbers, uh, they're looking into the 60s, uh, over 60 dog bites that cause or that, um, yeah, cause fatalities a year. So somebody's numbers are off, um, so, whether whether it's CDC or it's them. Yeah. Okay. So uh, with full disclosure, I know the owner and I know the um, person who does his website. Full disclosure. Um, I've been knowing her for at least 10 years. Now, as far as I know, her numbers are right, and I don't want to say CDC is wrong. But the one thing I will say, she gets her, as far as I know, she gets her numbers based on whatever is public. Mm. So these numbers are not uh, made up, and they are copied and posted, as far as I know, to the website without any nefarious things. As far yeah, as and I it know. shows. I mean, it has. When you read through it, each one of them has like a legit story linked to it. So it's not like... I don't, I don't foresee them like coming up with some creative writing and making up dog deaths. Like they're actually linking them right. uh, so, to the actual story. So, and so the CDC, no disrespects like that. It's like, again, most of our stuff is what underreported. Now I mean, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go like this. So I know Colleen, I, I know her. Okay. Um, I'm going to see her in probably about two, three months. Okay. Two, about two months. Um, now Colleen would tell her, tell you she's jaded. She got attacked by a pit bull. It mm. lasted for like six seconds, and she took a ride for six six seconds. I had to put plates in her arm. Damn. So um, she's jaded. So you know she's probably not the best person to say or, or endorsement of the breed. Sorry, sorry. The mixed um, breed called pit bull, aka mm. um, when you Google it, and I just went over this in dog fighting class. Um, when you Google and everybody for everybody out there, there's no such thing as a pit bull. Right. Pitbull type dog. Right. So um, when you Google Pitbull, um, four, three to four dogs are populate. American Pitbull Terrier, American Staffordshire Terrier, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, and sometimes uh, um, um, American Staffordshire Terrier. So the thing is, depending on what it is, the ones you're talking about will be American Pitbull Terrier versus the Amstaff. Okay. And then uh, we're not talking about game dogs at all. So let that go. For, so, uh, real quick. Because you and I, we but we all know about game dogs. But if you're new and you're listening, you're like, "What's a game dog?" That's a fighting dog. Okay, right. that's a term used when when we're pitting dogs against each other. So that's a game dog. Right. So sorry about that. I'm, no, I'm glad good. I got you here for clarification, guys. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm, the, I'm speaking cold, right? No, I, I mean, well, but, we it's, it's, it's a wire. So yeah, hey, real mean. talk. But the reality is, like, and it's real good. Just a quick pause is we often forget that because we've been doing it for a long time. But I think right. it's important as we talk to our talk to the listeners that they kind of understand what this code is so they know as they continue to move forward. So I appreciate you just explaining it that way. And then we can take a, you know, a brief pause to, to kind of just break it down. So it's all good. No, we're good. So, you know, the thing is, um, as far as the dog bite dog org, um, 
Colleen put a lot of work in. And don't get me wrong, she is jaded. She is jaded versus this thing called a pit bull type of dog. She is because she's a victim of an incident. Okay. And if you now if you take that out, I ain't gonna lie to you. The numbers, the numbers are legit. Yeah. You know, she even have she even has some of my cases in there. Okay. Okay. So you know, and um, it, it's it's one of those things where um, I get my numbers, I I, I back my numbers, stuff like that, and uh, I've been doing this a long time. Now, don't get me wrong. She is hated in two different countries, America and <laughs> and Canada. Okay. Okay. Um, um, no, no, real talk, real talk. And um, she's polarized and stuff like that. But if you ever sit down and have a talk with her, and, and that, she would be a wonderful guest for you to get on. You and you just ask her, hey, blah blah blah, blah. she'll just break down the numbers and incidents. Some amazing numbers, amazing numbers. I guess my question to her is, just because it looks like a bully breed, does that make it a bully breed? I, mm. Mm. That's my question. So, mm. like, ooh, here here's my issue. Here's my issue with this. And I had this issue when I worked in Denver. Go ahead. Um, that, like, so Denver still has um, breed-specific legislation that's just modified. Mm-hmm. And it's to me, it's discrimination no matter how you look at it. So uh, if, let's just say uh, I was uh, assaulted by a black dude, right? Um, walking home from a bar and some black guy beats me up. Does that mean every black guy is bad? Right? Like that's, that's how I look at it Mm -hmm. in that aspect. And I feel like that's what happens with these dogs. Well, if I was attacked by one pit bull, that means every pit bull is bad. That's not how it works. Right. Can a pit bull type dog cause damage? Sure. But so can a Labrador. So can a, I mean, I've seen. (laughs) And so that's, that's what gets me about the bias. Like why do we have to put a label on it and, and just say, because it's this type of dog, it's more dangerous. Okay. So we talking, right? We talking. All right. So bite force and bite pressure is based on head size and nothing else. Um, this is physics. This ain't nothing else. Okay. And I, I, I have a video. I'll send it to you if you need it. It's like that. It's all about the head. So uh, uh, a Dutch Shepherd's bite um, strength is PSI pressure is more than a Malinois, which is slightly thinner. Okay. Okay. It's just science. It has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with um, these, these jaws and stuff like, like stop. Okay. Um, a Chihuahua can bite this much versus a lab versus um, a, what they have now called a bully breed. Okay. And remember this what gets me. Okay. Man, us, we have made these dogs and now we, cause a bully breed, 30 years ago, it did not breed, did not exist. A bully breed, okay? You had bulldogs, all right, which part of a group, and you had um, um, terriers, a part of a group. Those are totally different, totally different. Mm-hmm. But now um, things have been crossed so much that you have this thing up. Which, when, I, when you say bully breed, the first thing I think about is a blue-colored dog, uh, gray, a.k.a. if you don't know, uh, short, stout, stocky, short legs, and with a big head and waddles every everywhere, and <laughs> I'm honestly, it's not harmful. Usually, nah. are not nah. harmful. Okay, nah. when you say bully, all right. Um, if you say bulldog, there are several types of bulldogs, but it's only three athletic type of bulldogs. Okay, there's only three, so it depends on which ones you're talking about. When you say terriers, which is a what? The largest group of all canines. 
there's, you know, the one thing with Terry is they do what? Chase smaller things. They're sure. riders. They're, I mean, it's, it's, it's in their DNA. Sure. And I feel you. I feel you. Um, but the only thing is a Labrador versus a, uh, and I don't want to say bully, versus uh, American Pitbull Terrier type mix, type dog. Um, the bite might be a little different. And One the of the damage, and, and the damage might be a little different, bro. It, it, you're 100 right, and and I don't I do not disagree with that fact because that's a fact. Um, I saw one of the sweetest dogs this weekend uh, in real person, and and I I was shocked when I saw it, and I was telling Ashley before we got started, I was looking at this dog, and you know I work in a in a in an area where it's not uncommon to see some of these designer dogs, if that's what you want to call it, expensive mm-hmm. breeds. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, it comes in, and I'm like that's a fucking borble. Like that's mm. a, yeah. I was like, this dude is a bore. Like, that's so level five, baby, that's level five. Oh, that, but the dog was sweet, sweet. as can be. Right. And right. so, but when you look at it and you know the history of it, right. What was a borble designed to do? Right. It was designed to keep lions away from, you know, the, like in Africa to keep lions away from the, the families or keep them away from livestock, etc. Right. Like this right. dog can go in if it needs to go in, but it right. won't. Like, but my point is like St. Bernard's have one of the strongest biting forces of all dogs, if not the highest biting force of all dogs. Right. And it, it, the, the problem with the pit bull thing is it, it became in my, in my, and I'm just looking at it from, as, as you like to say, we're talking, we talk. and I'm just looking at it from my angle is pit bulls became synonymous with gang violence, right? It became this, Oh, it's it's one of their their dogs, right? I feel there's a lot of race motivation behind it. That's just my own personal belief. Um, I don't know if there's any studies to prove that, but it's like it became this symbol of that culture, of gang culture, et cetera, et cetera. And so now it's a dangerous dog. Uh, and and so that's what I what gets me so angry is don't look at the breed, right? Don't don't look at so- oh this this person owns this type of dog. So it's a bad dog. You got to look at the behavior of the dog, the dog itself. So, so, okay. With that being said, when I, when I talk about, um, in my dog fighting class, I actually break down the history. The thing is, um, pit bulls wasn't a problem into the late nineties. Okay. Um, when we say pit bulls, we talk about American, uh, pit bull Terry guys. Um, they wasn't a problem into the late nineties. Truly. Um, because, Two presidents had some type of uh, pit bull in, in the White House. They've been deployed in World War II. They've been in commercials 24-7. Um, they exploit. Now, this is the thing. They exploited. You have a rapper called Pitbull. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the content- oh, you got him. You got DMX. Where my dog's at. He got albums called what? Game Dog. Champion, Grand Champion. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, all that. Yeah. And he up there spitting. He's yeah. spitting fire. Yeah. And, 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 but, but the thing is, people don't know what it means. Correct. And I break all this down in my dog fighting class because people don't understand. But the thing is like this. Um, the dog is the dog can be one of the sweetest dogs I've ever seen. I'm and I'm 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 being real. And people's like, Well, do you like pit bulls like this? And it's not that I like, I dislike. Um, when I'm out there doing my job, I'm like, I'm not even worried about it's a pit bull or a tempo. I know that's a leash, that's a level one. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, a, a, a polar one. So I'm like this, I'm like, yeah, I ain't worried about them. Um, it's when you have a scared uh, um, dog that can do damage, scared, straight scared, and a fair bite or something like that um, could be a problem. That's any dog, mm-hmm. any dog. And I think uh, this dog's been labeled because um, in the late, I'll say 90s, it took off. 
it really took off. It really, really took. And the rap game has a lot to do with it. Because oh, if you, but if when you, you teach your, dog, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When you teach your classes, though, and I, I actually have never been to one of your dog fighting classes, which I'd love to do, but where where are these dogs from? Like, where are they being bred and who's really in this game? Like, who's really fighting well, it? Like 80% the, of the people are backyard breeders. They're not, where, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're street level. They're at the street level. Yeah. So they're, they're not even hobbyists. You know what I'm saying? Well, when we break it down, there's three tiers, right? You got your street yeah. fighter, your hobbyist, and your professional. But right. who, I guess my point, because the Michael Vick case made it all mainstream, DMX but, made but, it seem, but who are the real fighters? But the thing is, DMX, it was an animal cruelty guy. The, DMX yeah. ain't never fight, fight nothing in his life, okay? Except for, for his maybe his record deal. But um, as far as Mike Vick, to me, Mike Vick, um, first, Mike Vick ain't no victim. Um, but I think Mike was more a hobbyist and loyalist to the game than a dogman. Now, he had mm-hmm. a professional setup. But I think, in general, I think he was a hobbyist, if anything. But where um, I'm trying to go with, with, go ahead, this, go with this is where are these dogs really being bred and fought? Like, with the professionals, who are those people? They oh, ain't no, Michael no. Vick. No, mm. Well. I hear what you're saying. Most of the professionals out of sight, out of mind in the country, and you, you don't even see these people. Correct. Oh, a, a true game dog, you never even see a yard. Uh, now, in, in the urban community, you might stumble upon one accidentally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, some of them are urban, um, but most of them out in the sticks. And um, Thank the, yard, you. The, the, Thank yard, you. the yard is something, and again, that's a game that's different from what everybody has walking around the block. Um, a game dog, extremely friendly, extremely mm-hmm. friendly, bro. It has and to it, be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, extremely friendly. And um, they look at you and lick you all day. Now, they will eviscerate something else, but mm-hmm. they're extremely friendly. Um, and, you know, most of the dogs I see are 85% friendly leash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Easy. And then, when, you know, sometimes you might have to – I let me see. I had a, uh, a call for a uh, – this may be about five, six months ago. About five months ago, uh, Amazon worker. He got his calf like ripped out. Oh, level four all the way. Mm. Uh, it was very sexy, and um, you know uh, he 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 thought jumping over the fence was going to stop the dog. <laughs> he thought jumping on the car was going to stop the dog. And and as they say, and at this moment he knew he had. Fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the dog went up there and snatched snatched him down and took his calf. I, mean, I mean, took his calf with him. And, um, you know, and then I get over there. I'm like, okay, you know, we're the cops. They're around the corner post up because they saw the picture of what happened. And they said, yo, uh, we'll be over in a second. I get over there, and the dog's a monster, female. Uh, she ain't no more than about 40, 40 pounds. She's a straight monster. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm trying to talk to the owner because she has this monster on the other side of the door, and she's not. And that's another thing. And one of the classes I'm doing now is soft, soft skills. I got that from my boy. You really need to have good, like you have um, de-escalation, which I love it. You have a great course. Thank you. Um, the soft skills of interviewing and getting what you want for compliance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes when you want a dangerous animal, say, okay, where's your dog at? Okay. Have them step out mm-hmm. and say, okay. And now once they step out, do your best not to let them back, go back in the door. When mm-hmm. uh, Florence Crawley, I mean, she didn't know the skills to keep the uh, perpetrator from going back in the house. When, as soon as she said, hey, and then you, Danny, you said it. Benjamin's coming out now. If you don't get bit, you better get out of here. 
soon as she said that, I said, hey, ma'am, man, like you said, let me highlight you real quick. Me excuse me, ma'am? Excuse me? Exactly. Bring, bring her over, mm -hmm. call back up, call back up, say, hey, I need some help now. Get her um, detained in a court. If you're not going to be a help, you're not going to be a hindrance. Mm -hmm. And then wait for backup, and then you go inside the house, and you get the animal. You feel me? Absolutely. You don't, you don't let the animal out. You know? It's so many things she did wrong, but again, she was failure to train. And she sued, I think, Orange County for failure to train. And she won. She won, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she should have won because I, that that whole situation was, was messed up, man. All right, tune in next week, part three, the final part of this series, Dangerous Dogs. You won't want to miss it. Remember to check out humanemain.com. Check out kdhurst.com. And as always, keep it humane, Maine. Until next week.